Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from The Next Reel. We're looking at Jon Favreau's 2008 film, Iron Man. And back with me today is Alex Thompson of the Independence Day Minute. Hello. Hey, uh, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Uh, you can call me the dude or the duderino. His dudeness, not in the whole brevity thing, you know. But yeah, hey, I'm back. <laughs> yes, you got some uh, Jeff Bridges minute here. Yes, it's I do. great. <laughs> A nice little way to introduce that. Um, on today's show, we're looking at Minute 93. The minute starts with Raza telling Obadiah that his deception <clears throat> and lies will cost him dearly. <laughs> and it ends with Obadiah's point of view of Tony's screensaver. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Gwyneth, still uh, pilfering the computer. This is, uh, we have the rest of the terrorist video as she's watching it. We We kind of see the video play out as she's realizing what's been going on. And then she jumps into the uh, the copying of it. And again, we get that fantastic computer exposition where on screen, initiate copying, mm-hmm. copying, copying files. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of see it all visually happening for us, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, I guess works in context of what we need mm-hmm. to understand is happening. Well, some of that is true, is truth in television, you know, because uh, unless you're... When you're using a graphical um, interface, you do kind of want the interface to actually tell you what's going on so that you don't just sit there going, is it doing something right now? You know, if you're yeah, if you're an IT administrator and you're working on a Unix command line system, yeah, you you know, OK, I hit copy and it's copying right now. But if you're a, a layperson user, you might want to know it's copying files right now. It's got a thousand copies of file. It's on number 76 at the moment. I get that. It's just very visual. Like as it's copying, it's opening the folder and it's opening each file and you get to see each file kind of yeah. going back through the, the copying process. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a little much. It is a little on the nose. Yeah, yeah. just a bit. Before we kind of continue this, I did want to uh, jump back to um, kind of this this conversation we were having a little bit uh, about the location we have here. We're filming at, uh, like I said a couple of minutes ago, I think we're, I, I wasn't sure if we're on a set or not, because it could just be a green screen behind her with this image added, and we could be on a set, or it could be at the Massimo headquarters. I don't know. But we do have out the window when we we see Pepper working here, we see the Stark property. And right behind her on the ground below is the drive with the circle drive that uh, that has the F uh, the YF-22 model in the center of the drive. This is what we saw earlier in the film when Tony is getting dropped off for his press conference after he's uh, returned home from from being rescued in uh, in Afghanistan. Weirdly enough, though, this YF-22 jet that's out there now looks gray, whereas earlier it was blue. I don't know why the color change. Um, It does make me question if it was digitally added, though, or if they, Mm -hmm. like, I just don't know. I don't know if they digitally added it here, but earlier it was a physical piece that was actually there. I'm not quite sure. It's it's odd. Or it could be the window tinting. Everything has a much browner look here. I, I don't really know. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably either the window tinting or the, or, yeah, or this is a green screen. I suspect this is a green screen anyway. Yeah, that's that's entirely likely. The other question I have uh, is though, as as we're looking at this out this window, and and if we look at the shot earlier in the film when uh, when Tony uh, we get the shot after the press conference 
right before Obadiah goes to find Tony and they have the conversation in front of the arc reactor. We get a nice uh, exterior kind of helicopter shot looking down at the whole Stark property. And if you look at the layout of everything here and then you try to contextualize where is it that Pepper actually is uh, in this office, it looks like based on the curved windows here, she's in that front part of Stark Industries in that round part, probably on the top floor because it's Tony's office. And based on kind of the the buildings behind her, and you can see the circle drive in kind of in the back, it makes me feel like we're looking out back across the property here. However, we get this odd building 54 behind her, which is not in the wide shot. In the wide shot, you see a wall, and then you get the little building with kind of the glass front, which is where the arc reactor actually is, um, that uh, where Obadiah goes and chats with Tony. Mm-hmm. So this building 54, uh, I just have to say building 54, where are you? It, uh, it mysteriously is in this shot, but does not seem to actually be on the property. Oh, but that's a sizable property. If it's got, if they have 54 buildings on this, <laughs> that is, it's entirely possible that we're not even on this particular same property. I mean, we could be on a wholly different, um, Stark industries, uh, office complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know uh, even like uh, smaller companies, the CEO will f- – in the big higher-ups will frequently have executive offices at multiple um, multiple locations because they've got to go to multiple locations. And when they're there, they want to sit in their fancy executive office and not in the office of one of the peons. Yeah, yeah. Although it doesn't I, – I guess it, going back to that, it doesn't make a ton of sense because, you know – Pepper is going to connect with Coulson and everything is going to kind of play out here through the end of the film. So it really has to be this property mm. now that I, I said that, because we will need that arc reactor to be at the same place where Pepper is, not mm. to jump too far ahead sure. in the story. But but yeah, but I'm guessing then that this is basically like kind of Stark Industries version of Google's campus. Just we have tons and tons of buildings and, you know, this sprawling you know, the the pictures that you've got up here in the chat that like every building you can see in these pictures is stark in 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 universe. Right. Yeah, it's it's yeah, we, we joked about that before. Like he actually labels all of his buildings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, this is stark. Look, it says it right. It's on got the top. my name stark. on it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like the digital artists who created this digital campus and this big helicopter shot uh, obviously weren't working in context of the same people who were kind of working on this ground shot that we're looking at through through Tony's office window. Mm. Little details, little details. But as uh, as uh, we find out, we're moving away from that. We have this nice little uh, interruption as uh, as Pepper finishes um, finishes watching the video and starts making the copies. We have kind of a it's almost like a jump scare uh, moment, which is kind of fun when all of a sudden Obadiah happens to be at the door and he says, "What are we going to do about this?" And uh, great reaction mm-hmm. from Pepper. You know. When we're microanalyzing this scene the way we are, Pepper is acting so suspicious. <laughs> right, right. If if we're Obadiah and he didn't actually hear anything, 
you know, when he sees her sitting at the desk and she acts the way she does, she is a very suspicious. Yeah, acting she, character. yeah, she is being a little, she's only slightly less suspicious now that I realize that this is Tony's office because it wasn't immediately cleared to me when I was just rewatching these minutes getting prepared that this was Tony's office and not Obadiah's because if that was the case, this is super suspicious. But oh, yeah, it's still a little, she, she little, she looks like she's being caught right now. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah, I think the clue is in this minute that it's Tony's office because Obadiah walks over to yeah. pour himself a drink pour himself and her drink, and he yeah. says, ah, Tony always gets the good stuff, yeah. doesn't he? Is it weird though? So no, Obadiah comes in with a drink in his hand and then pours a drink. <laughs> he he comes in with a drink and then he pours her a drink. Uh. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's what's going on here. Unless he's topping his own off, but I think no, I think he pours he, himself one. And he pours her one too, because yeah. he ends up walking with two drinks over to the desk mm. to give her one. I do have to applaud the restraint to not have him pour a white Russian. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. I, th- I, I think a winkier, you know, if this was a de- if this was the Deadpool <laughs> universe, he would have poured himself a white Russian. Probably, or she would have said, would've. "You're not having a white Russian," you know. Right, right. Yeah. This the lines that he delivers here. I think are actually uh, they may be they may come across as as easy lines to kind of write, but I think that they are still fun the way that they're given to him and the way that Jeff Bridges plays with them because it is very much designed as uh, lines that he's saying. That did he catch her? Is he talking about? Mm-hmm. The, the fact that he caught her in the act or is he talking about pepper and everything she's going through in context of tony mm-hmm. yeah. right the whole his first line is what are we going to do about this and then i know what you're going through yeah. pepper the way he delivers that it's like i know you're going through my files mm. but it also can be like what are we going to do about this i know what you're going through pepper yeah tony's a changed man yeah it's it's a great way to kind of write this so you can get these different reads. Yeah. So I think Jeff Bridges plays with them very nicely. I, I, in general, it's such an interesting uh, performance and a role here for Jeff Bridges. Because like on the one hand, I mean, if you're a genre-savvy viewer, the moment he comes on screen the very first time, there's something in the back of your head that goes, I think he's a bad guy. But <laughs> like on the other hand, they're weapons manufacturers who don't make weapons. Uh, like, if you ignore the question of whether it's moral to manufacture bigger and better guns, Obadiah's right. Yeah. It's like Microsoft saying we're not going to make computers anymore. Yeah, right. This is a big problem. Yeah, right. In a world where war is waged, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's a company that's just trying to make their bottom line. Yeah. If we don't make them, you know, Justin Hammer's going to make them or, you know, somebody's yeah. going to make them the guns. And we that was us. Yeah, right, right. And I, I do like it's this is one of the last Jeff Bridges parts of of recent vintage where he didn't basically either play the dude or some gruff cowboy type. Yeah, we've talked about that where it's almost like this third type where it's like that the, the presidential businessman type that he yeah. does like in, in the contender and Seabiscuit. Yeah. You know, it's it's this other Jeff Bridges that we have, yeah. which is, it's nice. It's nice to see these varieties of him. Yeah. Although it does seem like there's just three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, you know, every actor's kind of got a few things that sure, are sure, sure. you know, like, look, 
Dwayne Johnson plays Dwayne Johnson in every movie, but uh, <laughs> he does have a couple of different types, I guess, which is maybe more variety than uh, a few people. And like, he does not feel like the dude, I think in Maybe there's like one or two lines where he feels a little dude-like, but mostly he doesn't feel like the dude at any point in this movie. No, and and you know, and, and just speaking to just what a great actor he is. I mean, at, as he's kind of having these, delivering these lines and talking about the drinks that he's pouring and everything, and just the subtext that you get on his face. Uh, you know, did he hear her? Did he not hear the fact that she's looking at this video? Just the looks on his face as he's kind of studying her and changing his expressions and everything. It's very, like, so mysterious. And I think he delivers it so nicely in a way that um, makes you feel like if you if you had not seen any of the stuff going on, it totally would still work yeah. as potentially a nice guy who's just talking to her about their boss. Yeah. And so assuming... Taking the sort of the interpretation that he doesn't know she is up to to corporate espionage right now, what does he think she's doing right now? Well, and that, but that speaks to this whole thing of of Pepper like being Tony's assistant, especially at this time when Tony is largely not coming into the office. Why wouldn't she be coming into his office to deal with things on his computers from time to time? Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be kind of a regular thing that as as Tony's right hand person would be happening pretty frequently. So mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a surprise that she's in here. If yeah. anything, and we're you know talking about maybe this is a Saturday, maybe that's the surprise is that she's here on a Saturday on a weekend, yeah. which which seems odd. But then why is he here? And why are they both there dressed up in their professional <laughs> dressed clothes? For work. I've been to I've been to work <laughs> right. on a Saturday. You're not <laughs> you're I'm not in my slacks. I'm not in my button my button down shirt or my polo shirt. I am there in t shirt and jeans if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, I'm in shorts. Although Obadiah seems like the sort of person who is going to be dressing in a suit yeah. seven days a week. This is his casual <laughs> this is his casual suit. Right. This is the Saturday suit. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's his casual suit because the uh, jacket and the slacks don't aren't the same fabric. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it is very funny. And uh, well, maybe, and it's also Saturday because he's walking around with a drink. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he's started drinking at one something in the afternoon. Yes. He he's he feels very mad men. It's also yes. it's also, I think, very mad men, not only that he's walking around with a drink in his hand at one forty five in the afternoon, but that he's going into someone else's office to drink their to drink their whiskey. Just uh, just pour myself a drink out of uh, Tony's decanter of whiskey and it's no big deal. Well, technically, I would say he's pouring her a drink, right? Mm -hmm. Well, but he refilled his own glass. Does he actually refill his or is he just pouring her one? I, I feel like he's uh, we never quite see. No, because I think when he comes in, his glass is pretty. Yeah, he looks full when, at 23 seconds. You can see his glass is less than half full. That's the glass in his left hand. And then at 45 seconds, he's got a glass in his right hand that is at least three quarters full and he is pouring another glass. So, yeah, he so one of these two glasses is his own glass that he is either that he has topped off and the other glass is the pepper bound drink. Oh, no, you're right. He He's picking it up with his right hand and it looks like he's moving to pour it mm -hmm. into his glass on the left yeah. as we as we end that second. And, and then we cut to Pepper as she's frantically kind of figuring out what to do on the computer. Mm -hmm. We see him. He obviously is putting it down, switching hands. 
And then he picks it up again with, uh, and that that's when he smells it. And then he pours her so a drink. So yeah, 56, he, he tops his off. Yeah, yeah, and then at 56 seconds, you can see him walking over to her with two full glasses. Yeah. Oh, right, I right. just figured. So assuming he's not here because he's catching her in the act, I'd like to think he's just going into Tony's office and stealing Tony's good whiskey. <laughs> Well, okay, that's so this what, begs a question. Well, it's not necessarily that that's why he's here on the weekend, but that's why he's here right now. He was chilling in his office doing work or whatever. I want a drink. I don't want to drink out of my, you know, bland Jack Daniels. I want to go to Tony Tony's office where he's got the Johnny Walker blue label in a decanter. Well, so this begs the question, though. Uh, the previous minute, we as soon as she sticks that lock chip in, we get a security breach warning mm-hmm. that pops up until it it does what it needs to do mm-hmm. and finally grants the access. It does make me wonder if that security breach triggered something in Obadiah's own system mm-hmm. that let him know, hey, there's a security breach. Something, uh, you know, your your system was accessed through Tony's office. Hmm. And I wonder if that's something that sets him in motion to come over here. Um, so two two options that both could yeah. work. Or it could. <laughs> He's getting more drink. Yeah, it could. I don't know if it at that point, because I think when you get the security breach, though, I don't think in the previous minute that it at that point she had accessed his files yet. Not not the files, but what we talked about is is potentially in mm-hmm. that last minute when it's accessing it was cr- accessing his credentials his yeah, credentials so, to yeah. log into his information so i i think mm. perhaps that is, or even it's just like security breach hey we noticed it's like that sort of message that pops up on your system we noticed that you just logged into a new system is this you you know that sort of thing so it could be something like that yeah. that popped up on his end yeah and he was only a minute away so mm. it does make me wonder if he act if maybe you're right maybe his office was that other suite across the hall through the other yeah. set of glass doors and maybe he was over there got this message grabbed his drink and walked over yeah now that i'm thinking about that and thinking about that in context of what's going to happen in the next minute or two that i think is the most reasonable explanation because if she's so spoiler for a future minute he's about to D screensaver the computer and see that files were downloaded. If she's just coming in yeah. because Tony needs files from Tony's own computer, that's not a big deal. It's the it's got to be the fact that Obadiah sees huh, your credentials are being used to log on on someone else's computer over here in Tony's office. He comes in there, sees Pepper at the computer. Pepper leaves and he sees files are downloaded and he goes, ah, crap. We just figured out yeah, the whole movie. He he just put the he put two and two and two together. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, of course, if he was really smart, he'd keep the files on a system that's not in <laughs> Stark. Keep them at home, dude. Right. And I mean, you know, he he obviously needs work anyway. I mean, he's still labeling things in uh, yeah uh, top secret, mm-hmm. super ultra secret. Probably uses one two three four five as his luggage mm-hmm. code. <laughs> Obadiah so. one is his password. <laughs> well, it's fine because no one can spell Obadiah. Man, I tell you, just one of those names, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't think I have anything. Oh, you know, I had one last note on this one. As he comes around and he sees the screensaver on the screen, is that an ashtray over in the corner of Tony's desk? It looks like kind of a, a glass ashtray. And I was like, does Tony, did, has he ever smoked? And I, I don't believe in the comics he ever did. But, and maybe it's for guests and stuff, but it's more on his side of the desk than anyone else's. So it's kind of an odd thing to have on his desk. 
I see that. Yeah, about 58 seconds. I was thinking, I don't think it's for Tony, but I could see, you know, given that he probably does have, you know, foreign secretaries of defense and people like that. Um, and especially in some other countries, smoking is still a lot bigger than it is here. Uh, you know, I could foresee that he would have an ashtray somewhere in the room for, yeah. you know, I've got the... I've got the Minister of Defense from Kabul here. I need to have, you know, <laughs> we know how much he loves his Paul Malls. I need to have a, a an ashtray here, for right. him, you know, or even cigars. And I could I could see Tony lighting up a cigar. Yeah. Cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Cigar. That could be a that. I mean, we know for a fact that Obadiah smokes cigars, so it is possible yes. that he even has that there for Obadiah to use. And, and we know Happy smoked cigarettes because we saw both of those guys smoking outside the uh, the arc reactor mm -hmm. uh, earlier in the film. So maybe he keeps it here just in case Happy pops in and needs to put his cigarette out. I always wonder when I see characters smoke whether it's because that was a character choice that the you know the the, the filmmakers made as artists or whether the actor is just like, dude, I just want to smoke while we're shooting <laughs> and uh, write it into my character that my character smokes because right. this is a long shooting day and I need to sig. <laughs> Exactly. Right. I think there are certain cases where that does make sense. And mm -hmm. I was surprised in this film to see it. But I think because uh, Favreau is is a fan of cigars, it, it uh, you know, I don't think he had a problem throwing in the fact that a couple characters do smoke. But it, in context of now Disney kind of owning the the Marvel franchise, it does feel like something that Disney mm -hmm. would not have done had they owned it from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or at least Obadiah. Obadiah might have smoked, but I don't think Happy would have. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah. Because Obadiah is the bad guy. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we uh, table the rest of our discussion about this room and uh, and yeah. jump in uh, to uh, save, table save the rest the discussion. Of I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's put let's set it in the ashtray and we'll pick it back up tomorrow. <laughs> we'll dig so through that the ashes smoking hot discussion. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, Alex, do you want to remind everybody where they can find you out there online? Uh, yeah, you can find me on a variety of Movies by Minutes podcasts. My own podcasts are Independence Day Minute, Galaxy Quest Minute, and Cleveland and Six going deep into Major League. Catch all those on Podcatchers near you. Catch me on social media on all those. The names are pretty self-explanatory. You can probably make a reasonable guess as to what they are. Well, check those out, everybody. And uh, yeah, check us, us out too online. Um, you can subscribe to the show for free at marvelmovieminute.com. Join us over in our Discord chat room and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Next Reel. And if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff, become a patron over at thenextreel.com slash Patreon. Until next time, true believers. True believers.